What's up guys, how you doing? I'm Paul. Today's video, I will be reacting slash really just diving into the Christian music industry and focusing on dun 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 dun, Corey Raspberry. Corey Asbury. As you can see, I have Cat Statue back with us. Cat Statue, welcome. You look nice back there. I like that side angle of you. Alright, so was it two days ago now or so? I'm on TikTok. Yes, I'm on TikTok. Don't judge me. I kind of enjoy feeling like I have my finger on the pulse of culture and youth and society, and that's what I feel like TikTok is. Just don't abuse it. Honestly, I get why it has a bad rap and whatever, but I'm on there, and a video pops up by Corey Asbury where he does something slash says something. The video it caught me off guard a little bit at this point. Perhaps it shouldn't have caught me off guard. Let me just play it for you guys and then we'll chat. Here it is. Wow, that's a nice ass. <laughs> so there you go, short and sweet. Uh, one of the most influential worship leaders of the last five years. Uh, when did Reckless Love come out? Seven years? I don't, I don't know how long it's been out, four years? Very influential worship leader, and there you go. Let me read you a couple of the top comments on that one. You got the, the number one comment right now when I watched this said, calmly awaiting the Christian Karens to enter this comment section. Am I a Christian Karen? Am I a Christian Karen? Comment in the comment section, am I a Christian Karen? Can't wait for all my homeschooled students' moms to rage to me about how Corey lost his salvation. Let me play the second TikTok. Um, this one is very much in the same line as the first one. That's how he is. Wow, that's a great set of knockers. Wow. I almost want to apologize for playing that. Um, all right. The person who commented and said, like, the pe people are going to say, oh, Corey's lost his salvation. I, I'm not going to go that far. Lord, give me wisdom in how I approach this. Prayer in real time. I'm not going to go that far. He's not done anything there in those two TikTok videos to make me say, oh my goodness, Corey has lost his salvation. However, just using hopefully the godly discernment that I have, is that being above reproach? I think that's a fair question to ask. Is one of the nation's leading worship leaders being above reproach? And when you look at scripture, oh, wow, we actually do see that there are certain criteria for those in leadership positions within the churches. Then I guess we get to ask, okay, maybe Corey doesn't actually see himself as, you know, because it talks about the elders, the deacons, and so forth. So maybe in his mind, those those rules don't apply to me. Or maybe in his mind, he can post this, um, that first one where his wife was literally in the, the video, so she's obviously fine with it. He can post this and he's fine. I would kind of push back on that and say, whether Corey wants to kind of own this title of a, a leader in the Christian church, or whether he would reject that title, he kind of is. Is that a fair thing to say? I, he kind of is. He just is. When you put out a song, multiple songs, multiple albums, where you're just reaching, at this point, millions, 
I mean, let me just look up and see how many views Reckless Love has. 173 million views. You are, whether you want to admit it or not, a leader in the Christian church, the Christian circles, the Christian Christianity, like you are. And so I guess for me, when I saw that a couple days ago, when I saw the first one, knock, 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 um, I, I just... I felt a little disappointed. I felt disappointed. I don't feel like that is being above reproach. I feel like that's being crass. You know, it does make me examine myself and and think to myself, okay, Paul, like there are certain things that you do in your life that some would consider edgy. And so when I think through some of those things, I'm not going to tell you all what they are. If you watch a lot of our videos, maybe you can pick some out. And so I want to I want to explore that. I want to be open to it. I want to be humble. I get that there's a spectrum in standards. When I saw this video, when I saw both of these TikTok videos, I was disappointed seeing such a prominent worship leader posting that. Just being real with you. I think a bigger thing that I like get really concerned by and I'll, I'll tell you, like, I feel like there's kind of a bridge here. You guys can disagree with me if you want. What I, what really concerns me is when I see these Christian worship leaders, these prominent worship leaders that are embracing bad doctrine, like really bad doctrine beyond just the gray area things, embracing bad doctrine or watering down the gospel. And unfortunately, I do see a lot of that Um when it comes to LGBTQ issues, when it comes to life in the womb issues, when it comes to different woke ideologies that are very significant issues. And it's like, whoa, these people are just, just things that are seem to be very clear in scripture and they're deviating. That stuff, I'm like, okay, this is a big deal. The more edgy, what I would consider inappropriate, oftentimes humor, like the two TikToks we just saw, I'm not lumping those two things in the same camp, the edgy humor and bad doctrine and, and rejecting scripture, watering down the gospel. But I do think even though they're different, again, you guys can disagree if you want. Oftentimes when you embrace this kind of lifestyle over here of I'm going to be really edgy, I'm going to kind of purposefully, because it almost feels like they're purposefully making Christians uncomfortable, purposefully like, oh, I'm going to show you fundamental Christians by exercising and it makes me think of when the apostle paul talks about like the freedoms we have there are freedoms that we have but just being careful with the weaker brothers thinking being considerate being loving trying to not make them stumble it almost feels a little bit like an attitude of arrogance maybe you guys think i'm going too far there but an arrogant attitude uh or an attitude of you you other christians that don't like this can just go take a hike that's how it makes me feel. And it does concern me a little bit because I think that at least some of the time you can go from this and you're creeping over into these other significant, even more significant issues. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Guys, I, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I think about like being on this platform. We've crossed paths with different different people like we've been on here long enough we've made enough videos where we've we've had conversations with different individuals maybe in the christian music industry and so forth i don't love the idea of maybe i'm attending somewhere and Corey's there 
and like I've made a video where I am pushing back on something. Anytime you kind of speak out on certain things or don't fully embrace it or let your voice be heard, it does potentially create awkwardness. And I don't love that. But I do, one of the things I like about YouTubers that are willing to push back and call out, hopefully they're not going insane with it and constantly just being negative and ripping into people, but that are willing to call out is it does kind of keep things in check. And so for Corey Asbury, like I think there is a good place for healthy online criticism when he's putting these things out there to the world. He's not just doing it in the privacy of him and his wife. He's literally posting it for the world to see and there's a healthy way for these Christian commentators like me to push back and hopefully it kind of causes him to step back and be like, okay, I'm gonna chill out a little bit. The Chandler Moores posting what I would consider inappropriate photos on his wedding day for everyone to see. Having some healthy pushback, not getting on here and saying, look, you are no longer a Christian. Everyone cancel him. But simply saying, hey man, like let's really look at scripture together and there are a lot of Christians that don't really like this and may actually not listen to your music. It's not the best witness in our opinion. Take that how you want, Corey. If you end up watching this video, take that how you want. I love you. I've been ministered to by a number of your songs. There are several songs that I, I've sang so many times in my quiet prayer time. Ascribe unto the Lord. Ascribe unto the Lord. Love that song. Um, a little bit of your, some of your older stuff. I finally found where I belong in your presence. I finally found where I belong, yeah. Love that song. It's like, you've ministered to me. All right, so even though I had some pushback on Corey in this video, I did see a couple other things. And if you noticed in the title, I mentioned Lecrae and Bethel. Okay, two very interesting things here. I'll move through these rather quickly. Lecrae, I actually saw, so I got, I got some positive stuff to say. I've had some pushback for Lecrae. If you just type in Paul and Morgan Lecrae, you'll see a few videos. I've had some pushback um, on him. We may not totally agree on some stuff. If we're just being honest, we may see some things differently. But I was on Twitter. Man, now I feel like I'm like exposing Paul exposed. He's on TikTok. He's on Twitter. Calm down, Paul. Yes, I'm on the different platforms. I'm a social commentator. I'm on Twitter and I see live action, the very pro-life organization, share a video of Lecrae. I think the video is actually him rapping, performing an older song, but it was just like a very pro-life song. But then here's what they, live actions post, they wrote, in his latest album, he released two more songs that condemn baby deletion, the A word. In Still in America, he says, we kill our own babies to keep our autonomy. And in Spread the Ops, he raps, I got some blood on my hands and some dirt on my fingers. And then a little later on, I had a BM, uh, baby mama, not bowel movement. I had a BM, I forced her to get an A word, baby deletion. I pray that one day I can meet him. So it would seem that Lecrae, and actually he responded to them posting this video and that text. Like, I am appreciative and refreshed. He has more boldness than a lot of Christians, Christian artists. He's seemingly making it clear the babies inside the womb are babies that have a right to life. And he has regrets. Overall, big W for Lecrae. God bless you and continuing to speak the truth and speak up on that. And I hope that it encourages more people to do so. All right. And finally, this one's that I'm, I'm going out with a bang. Bethel. 
Bethel, 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 Bethel. Yes, Bethel is back in the news. And actually, um, okay, this is funny. We're going full circle here. Started out on TikTok, moved over to Twitter. Now we're back on YouTube where I see Spencer Smith, brother Spencer Smith, who has a channel. He uh, he he calls some people out, man. He actually goes harder. And I, I feel, I, I don't need to get into it all. You guys, if you've seen any Spencer Smith, whew, he is hardcore. I agree with much of what he says. Sometimes I feel like he takes it too far. Uh, and going too hard on certain individuals, but he made a post that I found very interesting, posted on his community tab on YouTube. Had a man email me a while back, his church sent the youth group to a certain meeting and they played The Goodness of God by Bethel Church repeatedly, repetitively, repetitively for a very long time, 30 minutes? I went and watched the video online and it was so bad. No, it was as bad as he described. It makes me kind of chuckle at first, when I'm first reading this, but we're, we're taking this seriously because it, it should be taken seriously. These should be conversations. He said that his teen daughter got caught up in the emotion and walked the aisle to get saved in quotes. Once she got home and the emotion wore off, she was desperately confused about her salvation. She just didn't feel like she did at the meeting anymore. That meeting anymore. He asked me what he should do. So real quick, in preparation for this video, I was driving to go play a quick lunch pickleball session shout out to noah and i cranked up this song i love you lord your mercy never failing i was cranking this song up and to be honest i've sang this in church before it's a beautiful song overall i think the lyrics are solid I'm not saying i love everything that comes out of bethel church uh per se but i do love this song i or i like the song maybe i love the song anyway the, back to the predicament. I told him that the first thing he should do is hold the youth pastor and pastor accountable for putting his family in harm's way by taking them to that youth meeting and consider leaving that church immediately. Ooh, if you're leaving every church that sings the goodness of God, we would, we'd be in a different church than we are now. I think we've sang that. If we haven't, we've sang songs like it occasionally, along with hymns, along with stuff that is quote-unquote safer. Anyway, the post goes on and says, um, then find a Bible-preaching church that takes a hardline stance against contemporary worship, especially Bethel music. First off, I, I don't think that any church that would play this song means that they're not Bible-believing, and I don't know if he's saying that or what, uh, but... Also like, okay, so no contemporary Christian, no contemporary worship, okay? And then he finally concludes with it's time the independent Baptist pastors get held accountable for being soft on this issue. It's serious business. Souls are at stake. In the comment section, let me know what you guys think about this post. I will say, I think emotionalism in a lot of contemporary worship music is and can be a problem because it is so emotionally driven. And so what this guy's daughter experienced getting caught up in the emotion goes down to get saved in quotes but then you get home and you're like well, it was it was emotional and now i don't feel the emotion so it needs to be accompanied by truth but i also don't think all emotion is bad i've had emotional experiences with the lord that have really blessed me but you better have a foundation to fall back on. You better have people in your life that are helping you. You better be reading the word so that when the emotion wears off and you're like, man, 
I was so moved by this Bethel song singing with everyone else that was just crying and going down to the front and dancing around on their faces. And now I'm going to school and school's hard and life is tough and I don't feel it as much. Ultimately, discipleship is is huge in this uh, sphere. But yeah, I mean, even in her salvation experience, hopefully she had someone that was speaking the truth to her and it wasn't just, I just feel touched by the song, so I'm saved. And there's a lot that, that we don't really know about this story, but just overall in this post, I feel like personally this post is a little harsh. I occasionally will sing Bethel music, not as much as I used to. Uh, I don't really go out searching for Bethel worship music. I don't. Um, I've, if you guys watch some of our other videos where we talk about our kind of uh, journey with worship music, we don't listen as much Bethel, but if it comes on at church, I will sing it and I will worship the Lord to it because I feel like you can worship the Lord to it. I don't see this as being as big of an issue, like the song situation. The, this Bethel song is what totally threw this young lady off track. Get her mentored. Go encourage her. Uh, get her discipled by older women, by uh, people in her church. Get her plugged into a good church and really encourage her to be reading the Bible and make sure that she knows what the gospel of Christ is. Help her out, peeps. All right, guys. Love you all. There's my a reaction to a few different things within the uh, Christian music space. Let me know your all's thoughts. I would love to hear them to keep the dialogue going. If you enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up, and we will be taking to the streets for a upcoming video that I'm very excited about. We're going a little bit of a different direction, so get ready. Love you guys. Have hope and be free. Hey guys, as you may have noticed, we get very few brand deals. A big reason for that is because we make unashamedly Christian content. We've had brand deals taken away from us because people who don't like us reach out to them and demand that they cancel us. Due to the fact that we stand on what the Bible says and we don't conform to culture. Which is why our patrons, the names you see here, are so important. You guys really are the lifeblood of this ministry. We could not do it without you all. If you guys believe in this content and you want to partner with us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash paulandmorganshow or click the link in the description. Go, Go team. team. That was the one. That was the one. <laughs>